Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Wednesday, April 6th. This week's theme, Finding Hope Through an Unlikely King. Today's scripture reading is found in John chapter 1, verses 43-51, through 51, once again from the New International Version, which reads, The next day Jesus decided to leave for Galilee. Finding Philip, he said to him, Follow me. Philip, like Andrew and Peter, was from the town of Bethsaida. Philip found Nathanael and told him, We have found the one Moses wrote about in the law, and about whom the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nazareth? Can anything good come from there? Nathanael asked. Come and see, said Philip. When Jesus saw Nathanael approaching, he said of him, Here, truly, is an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. How do you know me? Nathanael asked. Jesus answered, I saw you while you were still under the fig tree before Philip called you. Then Nathanael declared, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus said, You believe because I told you I saw you under the fig tree. You will see greater things than that. He then added, Very truly I tell you, you will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Nathaniel, he's the one. The one. The one who Moses foretold in the prophets would come. The one? The one. Jesus of Nazareth, son of Joseph. Nathaniel smiles incredulously. Nazareth! Nathaniel cackles loudly. Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Come and see. Oh, a little dump on a craggy hilltop. I'm serious. No paved roads, no public buildings. They barely have a synagogue. The families, illiterate day laborers and peasants, by the way, they sleep under the same roof as their livestock. Listen to me. Honestly, Philip, saying a Nazarene is the one is practically heresy. Just come and see. I love this conversation as it's played out in The Chosen. None of it added up or made sense to a Nathaniel who lived by the exactitude of blueprints. But still, his friend insists, and insists still, come and see. I think most of our apologetic approaches in Western Christendom continue to move might and main to convince the Nathaniels of the world on their terms, saying not come and see, but come listen to me. When it still remains and will always be a primary domain of come and see. Alan Crater, in his book, The Patient Ferment of the Early Church, profiles first century culture as a sea of Nathaniels among whom this Jesus of Nazareth would be and was weighed. He writes, how odd Jesus' story is and how different from the exploits of Cicero's exemplar, Hercules. Tertullian recounts the narrative of Jesus whose labors, unlike Hercules, did not include killing capturing and stealing, but who instead kept a low profile, 
who bore reproaches, who would not hear of forcing people, who ate at anyone's table, who declined to call for massive angelic intervention, who rejected the avenging sword, who healed the servant of the enemy, and thereby cursed for all time the works of the sword. As Jesus went to the cross, he was scorned, spat upon. Patience such as this, no mere man had ever practiced. Tertullian recognizes the story of Jesus doesn't attract everybody. Some pagans find it a reason to reject the faith. But for Christians, the story of Jesus, together with the words of our Lord used in the precepts, are evidence that patience is the very nature of God. Clearly, this doesn't compute for the inner Nathaniel within each of us. It doesn't add up. It doesn't fit within the blueprints we have for a Savior. And it certainly doesn't work in the real world out there. Maybe in your personal life, but not in the real world out there. And certainly not in the world of politics or in the culture wars that we're facing, where we're going to have to bring a stronger, harder edge. And maybe we need to pick up a sword or two in the process. Yes, clearly, this is more than enough to try the patience of a Nathaniel. And with him, we are all invited merely to come and see. So, all right, it's your turn to read today's text again if you have the margins for that. Pick your own translation and read it aloud. Or perhaps as a follow-up reading today, read a text that someone like Nathaniel could have written. Uh, after he came and saw, anyway. Specifically, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 26-31. Come and see what you see. Otherwise, move on to a bit of personal reflection. To what extent can you identify with Nathaniel? What place does such dismissive skepticism tend to still play in your life? How can we cultivate a more come-and-see posture of adventurous curiosity? What's holding you back? Lord, continue to break through my false assumptions about you that are disguised as reason. Help me to be ready to see you in the most unexpected faces and places. And let me be as unabashed as the children in acknowledging you, owning you, serving you, praising you, following you. Through your spirit, with, upon, and in you. Amen.